stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. What's happening is so sad, is so sad, and it can be taken care of quickly, beautifully, and we'll have safety. Well, as U.S. President Donald Trump today talking about this issue that has become huge in recent days, and even though this is something that's been going on for months and in some ways been going on for years, but these images and these stories about children being separated from their parents, tears on, on both sides. I mean, it's just it, it's unimaginable that this is going on. Uh, and it's becoming something that, as I say, is becoming a bigger and bigger story. And even you can tell from the president's comments there that, that it's something that he's trying to distance himself from. There have been some mixed messages, uh, I think, from, from the White House on this in recent days, that they, they had no choice but to do this, that it is their policy and they're defending it, or that it's not happening. Now, this stems in, in large part from what's been a zero-tolerance approach in recent months with regard to people coming across the border, uh, individuals being detained and treated as criminals, which would allow for, it seems, uh, this kind of a harsh response to have the children separated uh, from the families. So part of it is the uh, administration's own zero-tolerance approach, but part of it is the law. There's a lot of finger-pointing going on right now between Republicans and Democrats over who's to blame for this and how to bring about an end to this approach. There's a really interesting piece uh, up today at uh, Reason Magazine, Reason.com. Uh, about what this law specifies and, and how it got to the point where you're separating children from their parents, which really should never happen. Well, joining us to talk more about it is the uh, author of this piece, uh, Ilya Salman, is a professor of law at Georgia Mason University. Uh, Ilya, thank you so much for joining us here. Thank you very much for having me. Well, what's your sense of, of how this has become such a big issue right now and, and how we got to this point? There has always been a good deal of cruelty and injustice in American immigration policy, but Trump's zero-tolerance policy has taken it to a new level, both in terms of uh, prosecuting virtually all undocumented border crossers as criminals and also forcibly separating parents from their children, which, by the way, is not required by any law in any way whatsoever. The claim that it is required by law is just as, uh, is just as specious that the administration's claim that Canadian aluminum and steel pose a threat to American national security. Yeah. Well, that seems to be the fallback argument. I mean, like I say, the, the, there's been a defense of this policy. There's, there's been condemnation of this policy. There, there are confusing messages, but essentially the White House seems to be suggesting that their, their hands are tied here. But you're saying that's, that's not the case at all. It just simply isn't true. First, they're not required to prosecute these people criminally. There is the alternative of civil remedies, which was the standard approach taken by previous administrations when you had families uh, accompanying children. Second, even if you do engage in criminal prosecution, you're not required to also do pretrial detention or to separate uh, children from parents if you do uh, engage in such a process. It really is as simple as that. The claim that the law somehow requires this is just utterly bogus. So how has it been then treated previously to, to the last few months in the zero tolerance approach? How were these individuals then being dealt with? 
as I said before, uh, in the vast majority of cases, people illegally crossing the border were dealt with uh, through the civil process rather than the criminal one. Uh, and that was particularly true with regards to people who uh, had uh, minor children with them. Uh, in many cases, before going through the civil process, they would be kept track of but not detained. In cases where they were detained, families would be kept together as is the only reasonable and humane thing to do. Now, as you write in your piece today, so this um, instructs federal officials to place each detained minor in the least restrictive setting appropriate and to release them to the custody of family or guardians without unnecessary delay. So why does it seem then as though the, the opposite is happening? Uh, because the administration's real goal here is not to enforce the law, but to advance their anti-immigration agenda. As Trump himself has said, he wants to use these children as leverage to try to extract concessions from Congress on immigration issues. I would note, by the way, that the language you quoted is from a 1997 court settlement uh, between the federal government immigration authorities and uh, uh, plaintiffs on behalf of immigrants, and it not only says that detained minors must be in the least restrictive setting appropriate, it also says that any minors in the custody of the federal immigration authorities must be treated with dignity, respect, and special concern for their particular vulnerability as minors. Uh, that is utterly incompatible with separating them from their parents and then holding in facilities under very cruel and harsh conditions, such as ones where the staff taking care of them are not even allowed to touch them, and does they can't even do things like change the diapers of children who, uh, who, who are young enough to require them. Well, certainly the stories we've heard have indicated that many of these families had no idea what was going on as, as this was happening to them. But, but, I mean, is this meant to be in part almost like a, a deterrent? Of course it is, and administration officials have been pretty open about that. Uh, they uh, are in generally engaging in scaremongering about immigration. They want to demonize immigrants as a threat to America, and they want to adopt whatever policies they can uh, that will deter people from coming in, whether those policies are legal or not. The broader issue of uh, stepping up enforcement on the border and the idea that there's uh, a security threat here, that, that, that safety has to take a priority, what's your sense as to, to how pressing an issue this is and what the legitimate safety and security arguments are in this conversation? Yeah. If anything, it is the administration's policies and also, in fairness, policies of past administrations uh, which pose a threat to safety rather than immigrants themselves. The data overwhelmingly showed that immigrants, including undocumented immigrants, have much lower crime rates than native-born Americans. To the extent that there is a crime problem along the border, it is in large part due to our immigration restrictions. Those restrictions have understandably created a large black market uh, that criminals can take advantage of just as they take advantage of the black market created by the war on drugs. Uh, if we were to cut back on our deportation policies and make it easier for people to migrate legally, we would both reduce the threat to safety and create uh, significant increased economic growth and provide opportunity for people fleeing horrible and desperate conditions. So it's your sense then that, that if the president wanted this to stop tomorrow, he has the power to stop this? Absolutely. 
uh, he could simply reverse the policy decision he himself made in April. If he thinks congressional legislation is necessary, he could simply endorse uh, legislation that is already supported by virtually all Democrats and also some Republicans uh, that would simply forbid family separation at the border. The holdup is not because this idea lacks support. Uh, it's because Trump wants to hold it up until he can get concessions on other issues. He said this pretty explicitly. Uh, he is, in effect, holding these children as political hostages. That basically helped me move the law along and, and will change this approach. Precisely. Uh, and is your sense that he's going to get his way? I mean, that's, that's some political calculation, I suppose. But I mean, I think it's unlikely that he will get his way. Uh, I think uh, Democrats obviously have no incentive to give in to him on this. Uh, and even some Republicans uh, will quibble at doing so and are already uh, doing so. So he is making here a political calculation that uh, this will fire up his base or alternatively that it can help uh, him get concessions. His political calculation may well not work out, but the important thing here is not whether his political judgment is sound, but that he's willing to engage in this extremely cruel and unjust policy just for political gain. You get the sense that, you know, the, these kinds of images, these kinds of stories, even people who are somewhat hawkish on the question of immigration, that there's just a, a real level of discomfort with seeing and hearing all of this. Do you yeah, think that'll I end agree. up winning the day here? I agree. I think majority public opinion probably doesn't like this, and even a good many people in the Republican Party aren't happy about it. And so, as I suggested before, the president's political calculation might well turn out to be wrong. Uh, on the other hand, it's possible that he thinks that the fact that his core base supporters like this may outweigh harm he suffers elsewhere. But overall, I think to the extent that there's any good effect of this at all, and I frankly think there's very little, but one small good effect is this does, high, this does highlight uh, the cruelty and injustice in our immigration system, uh, which all too often many people ignore. Well, people can find your piece. It's up at reason.com. Ilya, thanks so much for the insight here. Appreciate you making some time for us. Thank you very much for having me. All right, take care. That is Ilya Salman. He's a law professor at George Mason University. Got a piece up today, Reason.com, with the headline, Enforcing the Law Doesn't Justify Separating Migrant Children from Their Parents. It says, The federal law criminalizing improper entry by aliens does not require family separation. The law also provides the use of civil penalties as well as criminal ones. While it states the application of civil penalties does not preclude the application of criminal ones, it does not compel federal prosecutors to pursue both. And until the administration's recent policy changed, civil proceedings were, in fact, the usual approach in cases of families with minor children. So this has been by design, he says. And, and again, I mean, it's, it's something that, that's awful to see and certainly gut-wrenching to hear about. It was quite something to see over the weekend. Laura Bush, former First Lady Laura Bush, who, who has always, you know, for the most part, avoided the, the public spotlight, at least in terms of addressing policy issues. And I can't think of another issue where, where Laura Bush has felt compelled to speak out. Uh, but she wrote a piece condemning this approach. And it was pretty powerful. So, yeah, this kind of thing shouldn't be happening. These children shouldn't be made to pay the price for whatever you think it is their parents are doing. Uh, it, is, it is cruel. And it is unnecessary. And it shouldn't be happening. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.